Welcome to Tool World. We're your hosts. I'm Gordon Ju. And I'm David Ju. And we're here to discuss everything about ITF patterns. If you're interested in learning more, make sure to like the podcast. Welcome <clears throat> back to the Tool World podcast. I'm your host, David Ju, and I'm here with Master Ju. How are you doing today, Mr. Ju? Doing pretty well. Pretty good. Yeah. All right. It's another sunny day. It is another sunny day. Getting a little warm out here. Yeah. And not really, actually. It's kind of cold today. Yeah. Still need the jacket. Yeah. It's May. But it's it's kind of weird. It's not summer yet. Yeah, not yet. Anyways, today we're going to be talking a little bit about striking tools. And I guess that kind of goes back to distances um, you are from your opponent, too. So why don't we cover all of that? All that good stuff. Oh. You know, there's just a lot to cover. Is there? I don't know. We're always struggling <laughs> to f- come up with the podcast ideas. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, we just need some of you guys to send us a little question yeah. so we can talk about but it. But we appreciate, you know, sometimes you guys leave us a comment and we'll read it, but sometimes forget to respond. But we've read them. We have. We have, and we appreciate it. Might be it. a few weeks later. That is true, oh, too. Hey, yeah, yeah, David, yeah. Did you see that comment? Yeah, said, yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, different, um, different attacking tools or even blocking tools, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the tools that we use, and uh, a lot, as you mentioned earlier, we've got different ranges, right? I kind of think of you got the kicking range, you got the hand range, you got the like close range, like elbow range. You might even get the range where you're using your shoulders or your hip or your head. So those ranges and obviously different situations um, mm-hmm. brings up certain things. Yeah, elbows, knees, those are great techniques, especially like in Mm -hmm. self-defense, because you're close. Now, I kind of think of it like that, and because I don't think that self-defense, well, self-defense, there's all different scenarios, right? But if you've got the range or you're in kicking, could an option have been better just to get out of there, run? Well, I don't know. You said that you had a student who had a knife pulled on them. Right. And he kicked him. He did, but he was in a room, so he, it's not like he could just run away. Right. Right. So then you have to engage in those in certain things like that. And so, yeah. Um, and and for him, it was just more of an instinct, more mm-hmm. of a reaction than it is to reacting to an attack. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it's different. Because if someone's attacking you with, a, let's say, a knife, then you you have to move differently. Mm-hmm. Right. You right. You might move back. You might move forward. Just kind of depends on how you're going to deal with that. Right. In his case, the guy pulled out a knife and he just kicked him. <laughs> so that was it, right? Right. So that's your kicking range. So, right. and I kind of th- sometimes I think a lot about like you're not just paying attention and the person is relatively close, so they grab you or something, mm-hmm. and you have to respond to that. And so that range is pretty close in some ways. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. But when we talk about like um, yeah, punching with the fist or hands. Uh, hand techniques, foot techniques, whatever it is, do we use different attacking tools? And I think you do. I think like, for instance, if you were in a situation and you had to punch somebody, is it a good idea to use your fist? Mm-hmm. You know, in sparring we punch, right? Is, that, is it different than when you're hitting somebody hard, mm-hmm. right? When you have to actually defend yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that, so that's kind of... Um, a good point about should students break boards with their hands because you have to put in a lot of 
energy, a lot of effort, a lot of power in order to break boards or tiles. Mm -hmm. And so children are growing. So can that affect maybe their growth plate? Could it fracture their hand? The answer is yes, it can. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> so you have to be a little bit careful about those things. And um, general, generally, we don't like our younger students to use their hand too much, knife hand a little bit more than a punch just because um, you really have to condition the hands or the attacking tools, blocking tools, in order to be able to, to withstand the kind of punishment that you're gonna put it through. Mm -hmm. So if I'm in a self-defense situation, should I punch them? We do that all the time, inspiring. Should I do that? I would say no, unless you condition the fist. You have to, build, you have to make that fist strong. Mm -hmm. And so a better tool, instead of punching with a four fist, I might be using the open fist where you're using more of the bottom part of your palm. Mm -hmm. I mean, look at how many t times people are get, they get into a fight and they broke their hand. Right. Even in boxing, you know, they break their hand because they give it a lot of effort. Um, that actually punching is not as easy as it may seem. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you're punching the air, yeah, sure. But when you actually hit something, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a little different. You right. hit a bag, your fist is not correct, and oh, <laughs> it's, oh I hurt my wrist. <laughs> right, right. You know, so right. you have those issues. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, you have to condition the attacking tool. So different attacking tool for different reasons, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, well, kind of going along that same point, would you say you prefer like a side piercing kick over a turning kick? For what purpose? In, in self-defense, right? Because, well, unless you're like super conditioned on the turning kick, you might have like, you get a lot of the clash shins. Um, you might get an elbow right to where they block it. Yeah, for self-defense, you know, I think it depends on opportunity. I mean, why do we do certain techniques, right? Um, it reminds me of this time where I, it reminds me of this time of uh, a senior instructor. And he was a teacher and he was um, having to deal with a student. Right, and he, the student apparently was aggressive and he was coming out, so he did a reverse turning kick. Mm -hmm. But he used the back of his leg versus the back of the heel. Why? Well, um, obviously it distributes the energy a little bit more across the body or whatever you're hitting, so the, the amount of destruction is not as great. It was enough to like stop him, enough to like stun him, mm -hmm. but not seriously injure him. If you want to really injure them, use the back of the heel, hit them in the head, whatever it is, and you're going to have a lot of destruction there. And then that, that causes different issues because your actions will result in some kind of um, reaction. Mm -hmm. Not a physical reaction, but maybe the result of that action. Uh, in that case, it's, it's uh, quite viable that you know, you use that tool as opposed to like a side piercing kick. You could have done a side piercing kick. Right. Or, well, it depends. It depends on... I don't know the scenario. It depends on the range. depends on what's around them. Because you, let's say you're on an airplane, you're not going to be doing a f reverse turning kick. Mm -hmm. I mean, even, even if you can stretch high, mm -hmm. because the aisles, you got to get that leg up. Right, right. right. So you're not going to be doing that. Um, side piercing kick would be great on a plane, front snap kick. So scenarios are different. And you have to have, you got to use the right tool for the right situation. Mm -hmm. Right. right. Okay, so let's go back to the hand techniques, right? You had the fist, you had the open fist. What about the elbows? Oh, yeah, elbows are great. They do a lot of destruction. 
um, because you kind of have not only is well the elbow or you know if you it's think strong, about right? it's strong but you don't get that big of wind up so you have to actually use your body a little bit more I think mm -hmm. um, and so you're getting I mean you're always supposed to get your body yeah. behind it when you're trying to get me an elbow no I was just seeing, <laughs> I was just saying like a <laughs> <laughs> oh, see if Even if you like love love tap someone with the elbow, <laughs> if it's gonna like, it's gonna hurt or not. Just okay, we <laughs> we had a little intermission break. Coming back to this, I don't even, don't even remember <laughs> where we, we were at. So let's just jump forward a little bit. And you had mentioned that you might use your shoulder, your hip, when you're really close. Yeah. How? <laughs> what are we talking about here? What, what are you? Uh, I don't know if I want to say these kind of things. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been like hit in the leg on the side of the leg? You know, there's a little pressure point and you can kind of like numb it a little bit. Yeah, kids yeah. in middle school do that yeah, all the time. all the time. They like to knee each other. <clears throat> knee each other, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, like if you did some sparring, you can kind of bump them. Uh -huh. I don't know. It depends on that your umpire if he says, "Hey, you can't do that." <laughs> if he knows what you're doing, right? But yeah, I kind of, kind of like to do that a little bit sometimes. It's right. Mm -hmm. Okay. And um, yeah, it takes them out of the moment mm -hmm. a little bit. Mm -hmm. You kind of have to be close for that, though, right? You got to mm -hmm. close that gap. Mm -hmm. I kind of think that maybe. You know, so if you're like in a bear hug, someone's in close and you can't use your arms so much, you can always use your body to strike your, your opponents. I kind of think that you can. Is it really effective? Maybe not um, as effective as like a full-on kick or a punch. Right. Headbutts, yeah, you can still cause some damage there because you can wind that up a little bit more. You got a little bit harder tool. Shoulder, yeah, I mean... It's not um, not ideal, but you can definitely bump somebody. You can hit them with the shoulder, and you know you hit them in the right place, and it can still hurt. Mm -hmm. May not cause a lot of damage. Well, it might also help set up. It might help set up. Maybe exactly. like a throw, so, so you bump them. <clears throat> yeah, so different different tools for different reasons. Yeah, and you just kind of need to know um, what they are. And, and so we talked about that in the previous. No, no, was it the previous or this one earlier? Mm -hmm. uh, why did we do certain techniques, right? We talk about like... Um, yeah, that's this one. That's this one. That was one. before the intermission. Ooh, that was before the intermission. <laughs> I mean, talk about like WT and ITF. I mean, I don't, I don't know the ins and outs of WT. So mm -hmm. I can't say what they are. I just kind of know bare bones. Mm -hmm. Do they talk about all of these little details about like straight kicks and, you know, those kind of things. I think you talked about like a last podcast. It could have been a last podcast. Yeah. I'm just saying that that um, <clears throat> when you look at um, self-defense or different different uh, ideas, mm -hmm. right? It depends on scenarios, and you know, all the martial arts schools are trying to teach self-defense, but are we covering all of the concepts? Because you do need to develop certain tools, because not every situation is the same. Right. Right. So. We should think about, if I'm in close, do I use my shoulder? How do I use my shoulder? Do I use my head? How do I use that? Do I use my mouth? Do I bite somebody? Do I, or the, you know, the knees or the hip or even the butt, whatever it might be. How does it, does it play a part? Can it play a part? Sometimes it can and, and sometimes it just doesn't ever come up, mm -hmm. right? But right. you want to have those tools. Mm -hmm. 
And I think it's um, a disservice for us anyway, that we do not share this information and that we don't help our students understand all of the different ways of doing certain things so that in the event they ever had to use it, mm -hmm. that it, it's not foreign to them, mm -hmm. right? Right, right. It's easy, like, it's like shooting, you know? Can you just pick it up and shoot? Yeah, you can. Mm -hmm. Is it effective? It depends on who you are. It depends <laughs> on how good you are. I mean, right. Um, the, I'll tell you, I don't, it's not as easy as it, as people think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? He's not a good shot. <laughs> don't say that. Shotgun works perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let us know your thoughts on distance and attacking tools. As always, don't forget to be safe. Keep training. And we'll see you guys next time. Take one. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We hope that you enjoyed it. We hope to see you next time.